from India's largest newsroom I'm Arun George and this is the Times of India podcast Light mail will be served approximately 2 hours and 30 minutes before our arrival I don't know about you but my favorite part of a flight is when they roll out those food trays you get to choose between a vegetarian or a non-vegetarian meal and sometimes the choice is made for you by other passengers you open that tray table put down your meal and then peel back the foil for a pleasant surprise or maybe even complete disappointment a lot of the in-flight eating experience has changed with the introduction of budget airlines If you haven't booked a meal in advance and are not paying for an upgrade, there's a good chance that you get to choose between snacks, sandwiches, and something that can be cooked using hot water. But if you're flying in India and you're served a cooked meal, there's a good chance it has been cooked in a Taj SATS kitchen. The Tata Group company has a 50% market share in the airline catering business in India, and nearly 70% of its meals are served on domestic flights. And how much were they serving before the pandemic struck? Pre-COVID, we were doing around seventy-five thousand meals per day. We were doing a different uplift and different type of meals, which included breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, mid-snacks meals. This includes a special meal category, which has got Jain meal, kosher meal, Hindu meal, Mohammedan uh, meal, and all medical meals also like diabetic meal, VGML, all etc. in this category. That's the company's executive chef Arun Batra. My colleague Saurabh Sinha, who's a senior editor at the Times of India and covers aviation, spoke with him about how catering on aircraft changed during the pandemic and as people get back to what's being called revenge travel. They talk about the science of airline food, how inflation affects what comes in your tray of food, and the latest trends in airline food. Arun Batra started by explaining how the March 2020 lockdown shut their kitchens down for a fortnight before they were back. initial where 15 20 days were the period where uh, no activity took place in that part but uh, nevertheless we have never shut down our gates we were working uh, with the medical fraternity and with the government and with the trust to make the meals available for the uh, medical fraternity police personnels and the uh, evacuation flights also in that period and approximately uh, yeah, we were producing around 25000 meals per day okay so then when did you start seeing the recovery initial period it was only the snack boxes it was not uh, the full meal service nothing was allowed and the meals actually started coming in month of uh, october november onwards and recovery was slow right now uh, your domestic sector is back to pre covid level international uh, around 70% of the market uh, what uh, we were doing pre covid when it comes to airline food there's a legend that's been recounted over the decades the head of american airlines in the 1980s was credited with saving the airline 1 lakh dollars a year his now legendary strategy was a simple one he calculated that if you remove just one olive from every salad served to passengers nobody would notice and it would save the airline a whole lot of money an average meal served in the economy class of an indian airline is around 500 to 550 grams says arun batra 
that includes that bread roll and that small pack of butter you get. Currently, fuel prices are nearly 100% higher than last year and food prices are also high thanks to the Russia-Ukraine war and other factors. Many airlines are also struggling financially. Saurabh asked Arun Batra if that's changed what they serve. I remember in the past, for example, when some big airlines, they were on the verge of shutting down, they asked you guys not to give any desserts and they instead got those chocolates from the chocolate manufacturers and they would put that instead of dessert to cut costs and they would get those chocolates free because they, those companies yeah. wanted advertising. Yes. What are the kind of requests that you get from airlines to cut down on cost of meals? How do you do it without affecting quality? Frankly speaking, after COVID, uh, things are changing. People's expectations are uh, on a rise. People are expecting that they will be getting the meals. And in turn, the airlines also are uh, requesting and upping their uh, ante on this part. And uh, they are getting into a mode where the full-service airlines are going into an upgradation mode. People are traveling and a binge travel, revenge travel, you can say. And because of that reason, now airlines hardly are asking uh, anything uh, to cut down on that part. But yes, the cost pressures were always there pre-COVID also and right now also. But it is because of the inflationary nature also. And that has to be managed. We always uh, try to look for the alternatives which are not compromising the quality of any product but uh, by sourcing the thing directly from the vendors and asking our partners to help us to, uh, to uh, mitigate this sort of inflationary effects. Can you give some examples? Chocolates example is right in front of you. Hot meals uh, and everything, what uh, they are doing is they have cut down the grammages of the portion size of the uh, meat and increased the size of the vegetarian part to mitigate the cost. That is the way it has been done. We have tried to mitigate this by using the local ingredients uh, which is available on the seasonal basis, which is uh, cost-effective uh, for that purpose. How are you guys coping? As a, airlines are in financial mess. Secondly, there is inflation. Everything is more expensive now. Every eatable. Sarso ka tail is 210 rupees. Tomato I bought yesterday, 50 rupees a kg. Since we have a central purchase to the hotels and everything, uh, our cost does, uh, doesn't get that affected as you get on the thing, uh, on your part. Uh, vendors do cooperate and sometimes they do ask for the uh, rate increase and everything on that, the, on this part. What we try to do is we try to change the mix of product uh, to mitigate this sort of thing. Like in a mixed vegetable, the quantity of a high-end ingredient can be uh, reduced to a little uh, lighter level to avoid this sort of a situation. Which are the, is the lowest hanging fruit so as to say if you have to cut cost, if everything is becoming more expensive, what are the lowest hanging fruits that, okay, isko hata dete hain, wo le aate hain, isko hata dete hain, wo le aate hain. Are there any such simple, easy to do things? Not really in this industry where the venues and everything is predefined and everything is done on that basis. Uh, but yes, the grammage is the only part where you can 
portion size can be uh, brought down little bit to adjust the cost supposing i am a i am an airline i have very little money i come to you that you reduce the cost of my meal somehow so what is the most ridiculous suggestion made by an airline to you which you had to say boss we can't do this we are into a business ha uh-huh. uh, and that to in a food business where the uh, this sort of challenges are bound to happen so as, as a manager that's my job to give you what you are looking for and we try to accommodate their uh, choices by compromising uh, slightly on their uh, grammages part as i told you. you you can cut down the grammages and you can bring down your cost otherwise uh, compromising on the quality of food is not the advisable thing which we advise them. these sort of things uh, are the part and parcel of my life <laughs> so you face these sort of situations every day <laughs> so it it's not one thing which uh, uh, you come with the demand of that that sort because they are also constantly under pressure on these parts but that that's the fun that's how the life moves on and that makes your life challenging and uh, uh, brings the best out of you in th- these situations it's not just cost cutting demands that arun batra deals with changing taste and dietary preferences mean they have to keep adjusting the options that are available on flights like the regular white bread loaf could soon be making way for sourdough bread it is a in thing nowadays uh, we have introduced a sourdough bread to the various airlines and we are in a process of upgrading international and as well as our domestic clients on those lines uh, we are into gluten free breads and uh, vegan uh, meals and as a sugar free deserts we are in a process of uh, having the sugar free deserts on the airline now and vegan meals now is a in thing where people are going vegan uh, where the meals are being served on a different airlines with a one choice as a vegan choice in this plant based meat will be the uh, item which will be coming uh, you will be seeing very shortly on the airline menus also it will be a vegetarian meals plant based meals are basically based on a soya and a jackfruit based uh, products and uh, we can create lot of dishes out of that we can create biryanis we can create western dishes we can create japanese dishes out of that and we are into a process of uh, creating that sort of a stuff which will be serving in the airline shortly it will become one of the vegetarian choice in your meal by i think most probably end of this year they should be featuring in the menu sir a number of uh, big low cost airlines in india they don't yeah. have ovens on their aircraft and they serve cold meals so what yeah. is the challenge there that you face how is it that you can make something interesting when an airline does not have an oven to heat your uh, meal portion so in that case what we do is we do a lot of uh, research and we do a lot of stimulation ki how the food will react once it is cooked chilled and uh, whether it can be served on a chilled and ambient temperature there are certain product which will work very well on the on the, those parameters uh, like uh, hummus hummus works very well with the cold this thing there are cold meats which can be served on this thing there are cold cuts which are available and which can be served on. so we do all that sort of a combinations for them so that these uh, 
sandwiches, wraps, which can be served cold. We create the menu for them on those lines. Flight meals are not just about cold sandwiches, though. If you're flying in the hallowed first class or business class, you want more than dal chawal in your meal. Arun Batra says that the demands from airlines are much more specific and very high end when it comes to their highest paying customers. There are clients who look for the international choices, which are uh, quite premium, which are served in the restaurant uh, type of meal. Those sort of items also are uh, asked by the airline for the first class uh, segment. Also, they uh, look uh, lobster. They look for uh, New Zealand lamb. They look for uh, high-end prawn dishes, uh, Pan-Asian dishes, Japanese meals. They all look for these sort of stuff. On the internet, you can find food ratings for airline food, much like you would for a restaurant. Most travel vlogs on YouTube have the vlogger rating the food, much like a judge would on MasterChef. सारे आइटम को टेस्ट करता हूँ, बताता हूँ कि कैसा लगा मुझे। ये मल्टीग्रेन कुकीज़ है, इसको भी टेस्ट करूँगा, और ये तो ऑरेंज जूस है, इसको क्या टेस्ट करना? सबसे पहले तो मुझे यहाँ पे चिकन टिक्का, सी कबाब एंड कटलेट दिख रहा है, क्या कमाल का लग रहा है? But unlike restaurants, you don't send the food back to the kitchen if you don't like it. You just shut the foil and grumble if you don't like what you're served, and then that food gets wasted. Another problem for people in the business is even our sense of taste changes when we're flying. Saurabh asked Arun Batra about how they decide what makes it to the meal tray. And sir, so since you've been in the industry for a very long time, in very simple terms, can you explain us how our taste buds react differently? When we are high, when we are yeah, flying, yeah. and secondly, keeping that reaction of the taste bud in mind, how is the meal prepared for an airline different from a meal prepared for a restaurant? What are the changes? See, the airline industry, uh, what our process is: we cook, chill, heat, and serve. In restaurant, it is cook and serve. The process is entirely different uh, in the airline. And as far as your taste buds are concerned, yes, there is a, a different of taste buds when you are flying at that temperature. So we do a lot of uh, stimulation on this part, and we do all the trials on this part, where all, all meals, everything is cooked, chilled, and stored for some time to look at uh, what are the impact on the food presentation in that part. After doing so much of Multiple trials and everything. Then we do the tasting and look at the presentation. Then only it is suggested to the airline that okay, this is what you need to take. And we may have to certain sometimes pick the uh, recipes uh, and certain ingredients to meet the these sort of challenges in this thing. So um, what I have heard is when I am flying, my taste buds are more likely to recognize salty thing than a sweet thing. Is that correct? That is correct. Your your uh, taste buds will react to salt and sourness. These are the two parameters where you will see uh, the taste bud will react at uh, that atmosphere. These are the two parameters also when we are designing the menu. We keep in mind when we are designing that sort of stuff. But the sweet thing also tastes sweet. Like the dessert also tastes sweet. So. But not really. You will not get that taste of uh, per se of this thing. So you may feel the sweetness, but you actually don't get that taste in that. Thing. 
So like but if it's hundred percent sweet, then I will feel ninety eighty percent the sweetness. Yeah, yes, that sort of thing. Also, on an average meal plate, what items are consumed the most, and what is left the most? Most of the thing when you look at the tray when we have done the survey and everything, the salad is the part which is consumed quite less by the people because uh, being in the airline industry, salad. Uh, doesn't remain fresh but that's the reason why uh, with the time, passage of time the airlines also are moving into a direction they be, they give you a composite salad now uh, and the healthy salad there where there are no dressing involved in this so that it remains crisp and fresh uh, we have seen uh, vegetable parts are being left when uh, kids are traveling or the young generation is traveling airlines also are taking note of that part and that is being substituted to the lentils now to take care of that part ek taraf sabji ka portion thoda kam kar dete hain aur usme sabjiyan wahi dalte hain the which are uh, more uh, acceptable by the people so the we are uh, more going into that mode now which are being accepted so reduce the portion of the vegetable ah, increase rice and lentil a little more yes lentils What are what vegetables are favorites, sir? I'm a vegetarian, so I can't ask any non-veg question. I'm sorry. <laughs> so normally, corn, uh, uh, cauliflower, uh, okra, spinach. These sort of vegetables are more and paneer. If you are vegetarian, then the cottage is the favorite thing. Lentils, ke under you have rajma, you have dal makhani, you have yellow dal. these are the basic dal which work very well with this and they are time tested they can remain uh, and they can uh, sustain the uh, cold soak and everything it doesn't go this thing in, in fact they uh, get the more tastier when they go into this sort of environment and what is it that arun batra will never serve you on a flight turns out it's not really a big surprise in real life what we do is we avoid items like brinjal pumpkin all this stuff we may eat but no one wants to have this sort of stuff on the flight when you're traveling <laughs> today's episode was produced by jairaj singh sunai marathe and anuja singh for a daily spotlight on people ideas and stories that matter subscribe to us we're available on ty plus spotify apple google podcasts and all other platforms of your choice for any news tips email us at typodcast@timesinternet.in